to episode 45 of the Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into the Great Escape one minute at a time. Once again, I'm Rob, and once again, Tom is still in the cooler. Hopefully, Von Luger will let him out on Monday to, to rejoin us. Until then, I'm going to continue discussing this movie minute by minute with uh, Tyson Ferris, filmmaker and caster. Welcome back, Tyson. Ahoy! Ahoy! All right. Uh, minute 45 begins with night falling on the compound and goes all the way till Danny jumps into a starter tunnel to continue digging. So yesterday we were talking about the fact that the, the fade-in that they that they do, that they now have shown us that, you know, before we were dealing with something that happened during the day, and now we're starting to look at things during the night. You know, uh, during the day they're, they're, they're starting this tunnel, but at night, something else. First of all, we get to see the, the spotlight of the... Of the German guards, you know, see that they're they're doing something, like, you know, just checking uh, to see what's going on if there's any sounds or whatever it is. And then we we get to see inside the barracks where we see the I, I always call him pipe guy with mustache. He's looking out a peephole <laughs> from the barracks. You 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 think that it that you know that's something that someone would actually notice later on. You know, if you cut up peephole, you know, in the doorway. There, there would probably be light that would shine out through it in the middle of the night. And even when you plug it up with the, with the cork that he has in his hand, I'm not really sure it would be the most efficient thing to, to do. Then he signals to the other pipe guy, who what he does is, you know, he, he signals along. And uh, everyone just looking around. Cedric walks in. He's got something very strange under his coat, which, again, it's quite strange that, you know, he's walking around with such a uh, burly coat. Almost summer months, I guess you could say. It's probably May or June at this point. In a few weeks, we'll discuss about the fact that, uh, you know, the it's July. It, it'll be it'll be mentioned that that's the end of it. So my assumption is here it's uh, late May, early June, something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that there's not a lights out and it's, you know, that's enforced at night on the camp. Well, well we know that they, they forced him to close up the windows so that the light doesn't shine out. Sure. But do they have a lights out time? Not, I'm not sure. Because I think once you, you bolt up the windows, you don't really need Yeah, I guess to, that's uh, true. Yeah. I mean, this isn't sleepaway camp. It's not like they have to get up for anything in particular. That's true, morning. yeah. You know, <laughs> unless, unless you were right from what you said at the beginning of the week, that they have, uh, you know, forced exercise time. Uh, sure. You know, that they, they all have to get up at 6 a.m. To, to, for roll call and, and a quick, uh, you know, stroll around the uh, compound. You never know. Then uh, Cedric opens up his coat and takes out a slab of concrete, which Charles Brooks. Then they, they pull off the grating in the bath area or the shower area. They And it, it happens to fit in perfect. I mean, this this is amazing, the measurements that they're able to to take. I mean, they, they're, they're not able to measure the, the distance of the, of, of the uh, tunnel properly, but they're able to, to cut a piece <laughs> of concrete perfectly with uh, whatever uh, tools they're they're actually using here. Yeah, now do you think do you think do you think they took this concrete from another place or do you think they somehow made their own mix and and like set it themselves? You ask a great question. My I would I would almost for believability I would guess the latter. Yeah. I would think so too. It would be hard for them to to get enough uh, st- stuff to to create the slab. Yeah. 
So my assumption is that they they actually were able to, to, to somehow take it from somewhere else. But again, they cut it perfectly. Sure. You know, so if they could cut it so well, then why did, you know, yesterday we discussed trying to break into a concrete slab. Why didn't they just cut it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, yeah, you'd take the, you take the concrete from under the, the stove and then use it here in the washroom. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's the perfect thing to do. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know where they would have got that. Yeah. I almost wondered if they could, yeah, if they could have made the, uh, themselves and maybe it's not actually concrete. It's more kind of a, you know, they're using dirt from the dirt and water and, you know, letting it dry and kind of yeah, almost like almost like brick making. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah, no, so they could have, but it, right. it does it does it does look very concrete like. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm just all right. Well, all right, here I, in in the in the novel, I can actually read you what they said there. So they okay. discuss about the fact that uh, uh, the tunnel that the, the three tunnels were Tom, Dick, and Harry. So this is Dick. Where it says they, they devised one of the most cunning trap doors in the history of prison camps. The concrete floor of hundred of 122's blocks washroom was an iron grating around 18 inches square through which overflow water ran into a concrete well about three feet deep. A foot up from the bottom, a pipe led off to carry the water away. So there's always about a foot of water in the well to the edge of the pipe. Which sure. makes sense with what we see here. Took the iron grating while the stooges watched outside, bailed out the water, and mopped the well dry with oil with old rags. He chipped away one wall of the concrete well, where the soft earth just behind, just ripe for tunneling. He cast an, he cast a new slab to fit where the broken wall had been, slipped it in, sealed the cracks with soap and sand, put the grating back on top, and sloshed water on top. So according to this, they actually created new. Uh, they, they found a way to to cast concrete to make some concrete. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so all right. So I was kind of on the right track. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's very interesting that they they, they did that because you'd think that you know to make. I, I I mean I've never made concrete, so I don't know what what uh, ingredients you need. But whatever you need, my assumption is, is you don't you're not going to find them in a prison camp. Uh, I my. In- I've done a little bit of concrete stuff, uh, you know, mostly for like fence posts and stuff like that, just to anchor them, you know, so nothing too technical, but, uh, you know, you can get those, it's, it's a dry mix that you add water to, you know, and there's, uh, I think there's some lye involved. But you're not going to have those in a prison camp. Um, yeah, but, uh, but, you know, there's the occurring, I know you, I know like with brick making, which, uh, you, you know, you can do that with, uh, just earth and, and water. There's not even a technical mm-hmm. process that's okay. happening. So, uh, so I would imagine you could, uh, okay. yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I think it's in the realm of possibility that you could, uh, I mean, it'd certainly be hard, but you know, once again, it's not the easy <laughs> escape. It's. That is, <laughs> that is true. If it wasn't, and these guys got nothing but that time. Is true so, also. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to back up one second. Uh, when when Cedric walks through the barracks, you see a number of of prisoners actually playing. You have you know you have a checkerboard that some of them are playing checkers with. 
You have one. Uh, you have two of them uh, with the deck of cards. So I, again, I I love Dale in this movie. You know, even all of these extras are given things to do to make it seem like they really belong there. And th- these are characters that that someone's just walking right by them. You know, they're not really. There's nobody it. in this shot that doesn't have a piece of business. Do you know what I mean? Like they're all they're yeah. all doing and, something. And and that that's amazing that they're able to do this. I mean, Sturgis Sturgis did such an amazing job with with so many extras that he they still had to give each of them something to sure. do to make them seem useful. I wonder if it was something that they consciously did or they just said to them, "Okay, you guys are all here. Pretend that you're." Uh, you know, bring tomorrow. Come to the set and bring whatever you think you're going to need to be able to pass the time at night. Yeah, you know. So one guy brings a checkerboard. Was it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they left. Yeah, I don't know if they left left it up to them or uh, or if it's like, okay, you're sitting on this bunk and you're watching two guys play yeah. checkers. You know. Um, no, it's just fascinating to think about it. That you know, again, this is someone's just walking by them. They're not even doing anything, yeah. you know. We we can't see what game, what you know, what the checkerboard really looks like. We see what they're playing with with the cards or anything like that. Just the idea is, is that that the, these props are there. Well, and it gives it a lived-in quality. Completely. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah. It's there's an there's 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 life in this camp going on while these guys are yes doing this completely. Which yeah. I, I really like. No question about that. So when Danny puts the block in, you can actually see the the slicks that they that they built into this uh, into this uh, sewage uh, area. You can see a hammer sticking out of one of the holes in the wall within there. So that there's also a place for them to hide the hide it. So I wonder how high the water. I mean, based on what I read from the book, there's only you know it was a foot as opposed to three feet. So you'd have to have the water covering. Yeah the the hammer because otherwise anyone anyone who who gets curious yeah. and even if something just gets stuck stuck whatever it is they need to be able to 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 get away with with someone not seeing what's there yeah it, it, we do I think there's a I think there's a moment later where we actually see him seal it up and uh, throw water uh, on it, be, don't we? on Monday we're gonna see that <laughs> oh there we go there we go so <laughs> yeah. That, uh, it's it's momentarily happening. It'll be it'll be seconds after you you leave us. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, but uh, no, and it's also interesting. That it's fascinating the way that 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 he is able to to he, he has like a key in his hand that he uses that to 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 pick up the slab so that he can actually uh, you know uh, easily take it out. Yeah, they so they yeah they fashion like this very specific. T- yeah. just for this purpose which you can see that, that that's something that gives him as he's giving it to him as he's giving him the slab he gives him also this uh, I guess some sort of allen wrench or whatever you want to call it so yeah because you see him holding it in his hand when or he hands it to him it's something it, it looks like a corkscrew in some ways or a corkscrew handle at least yeah it's it's not too dissimilar from uh, what he uses to uh, pick up um, yes you know the, the tile base yes uh, with. that he did earlier this week yeah yeah I guess For that that, re- that reasoning, I always had that the tiles are hot from the, you know, so I can't touch them. Mm. 
from the from the stove. But then then here it's because it's literally so tight that you can't get your fingers around right, it. Right, because it has to be so tight. Yeah. Because if it isn't tight enough, the water that that, that goes in yeah, there yeah won't is, hold the water. The the water is going to be in the tunnel. <laughs> totally, totally. You know, but the the idea that you have to that they have to mop up all the water each time that's also time consuming, but sure. but essential in order for them yeah to eventually use that here. And then he basically Charles Bronson uh, jumps into the tunnel and gets ready by taking out the hammer, which looks more like a tomahawk than a hammer. It does, <laughs> and he's got a chisel too. Yes. Yeah, but, uh, again, the question is whether it's he's got a real chisel or he just has something to use as a chisel. Yeah. Because the the, the fact that it that it looks like a tom means that it, it could be something that they fashioned themselves. Oh yeah, that's that's what I assumed. Yeah. You know. And speaking of chiseled, um, Charles Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The guy is ripped. <laughs> uh, no question about it. But but uh, you know I, I I was like okay I'm like good I'm like, uh, you know Charles Bronson taking care of himself you know but it also works for the character. this guy would be ripped doing what he does you know what I mean that's why he's a tunnel king but but then again uh, yeah but but Willie isn't <laughs> so yeah that's true <laughs> so maybe maybe it's uh, you know Tunnel King one needs to be and Tunnel King two doesn't need to be that's yeah you know maybe that that's the way you can look at it. Right. So uh, all week we've been discussing this, and I, I haven't asked you what what's your history with the movie. Uh, I was shown this by my dad uh, when I was a kid. Probably, uh, oh, I probably was, I don't know, probably early teens, I'd say. Um, and uh, I think I ended up watching this. It was with my dad and my. Uh, my grandfather really liked this film and uh he he was a he was a, a p and w oh really uh, in, in world war two um not not this theater uh he was uh he was with the japanese um which were not as nice <laughs> as the germans and and he he openly discussed uh um, that, that uh, happened to him there somewhat yeah um he talked to me uh, we learned later that he talked to me about it more than he did me else. <laughs> so uh, we were we were pretty good buddies. So yeah, so I I I've told stories to my dad that he never heard from his dad. So um, oh yeah. wow. Um, anyway, but yeah, he um, if you know the film Empire of the Sun, he was in that same. He was in the soldier side yes. of that same camp. So. Uh, Oh wow! And he got to see a young Christian Slater, uh, Christian Bale, not Slater, run, run, <laughs> run through the camp. yeah. Well, he um, he re- he remembers uh, he remembered uh, seeing that um, that raid. Oh wow! On the camp with the with the with the P fifty ones, and remembered uh, yeah, remember he yeah he just he, it just. It's it struck him very very much when uh, he he saw that um, that film that he's like oh he goes yeah he goes that wow. I remember that happening wow, wow. <laughs> that's amazing to hear yeah which is pretty wild so yeah I could go on and we could I could go on for an hour talking oh, wow. stories that he had for um, but yeah he was uh, he was shot down he um, he was actually run and uh, they were supposed to get this particular uh, 
uh, it was a train yard and they're supposed to get this particular locomotive um, out of commission and they had decimated the train yard, but failed to hit the, the locomotive. And uh, they were in, they were in uh, on this particular run. They were on, they were in P forties, which um, you know, with the, they're part of the flying tigers, which had a big uh, shark mouth on the nose. And uh, the, uh, those planes were great at bomb runs, but they, you couldn't, they were heavy and slow, uh, but you, they could dive like a son of a gun. So um, you would go in hot and heavy and then drop your bombs and then skedaddle, you know. Um, you never came back around for another pass. Um, right. And he, he goes, nope, we got to get the locomotive. So he turned, it, turned around, and that was not a good call. He did, did, it, he did end up blowing it up. Uh, uh, got shot down in the process. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So that that's my connected escape is uh, I had a grandfather who was a POW as well, and uh, he very much liked this. Well, film, because so. as as we as we mentioned, the, the the guards here are much nicer than they were in the Japanese theater. <laughs> oh yeah. The, this 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 I'm sure was the escapism for him. Exactly. <laughs> He was getting strung up by his thumbs and caned. Oh, wow. and wow. So. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. So anything else about the, this minute or the this movie? Uh, just a fantastic movie. I'm really happy to be a part of these minutes, and I think it's great that you're doing this. And I uh, wish you all the best, and uh, can't wait to listen to the, the minutes I'm not part of. All right. Great. I'm going to one final time tell people how they can get in touch with you. Yes. Uh, Real Jaws, The Real Jaws Minute and uh, Bad at Movies. Uh, check us out wherever you can find podcasts. All right. Excellent. And while you're doing that, go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher they might be using to listen to this pod- podcast. You can send us an email, thegreatminute at gmail.com. Our Facebook group is The Cooler. Our website is thegreatescapeminute.com. And you can find uh, us on Twitter at Great Escape MXM. Have a great weekend, everybody. And hopefully Tom will be back uh, with me on uh, Monday. And until then, tally-ho. Tally-ho. Tally-ho.